0: The Puritan's Guide to Fall Song's Guide. Let's get this straight. Drugs have killed and maimed thousands of people. And it's, and a it's about how so called working class heroes stood up and said something about it. Tonight's song is. Gut of the Quantifier. I'll tell you now, I'll tell you this.
1: are the- oh, really thick. Yeah! All the groups have it big. Make the Kane Gang look like an Einstein chip. Chip. NYC A place to live. This is the Thule Group. This is the Cool Group.
0: Of the Quantifier, which is from This Nation's Saving Grace, uh, that album was released September twenty
1: third, nineteen eighty five. Now, so, he, he, back in the eighties. Back again. in the eighties. So, back in the Beggars Banquet era. Now, this is generally considered to be the Fall's best album. How do you feel about that?
0: I'm fine with that. Yeah. So, I there's a good chance I've complained about the popier Fall stuff. But I love the poppy fall stuff. Me too. It's just that that's not the stuff I listen to much anymore because it's already in
1: my head. Yeah, if you've, if you've listened to it enough, yeah. like it's, you're stuck. Yeah, I,
0: it's, so, truth be told, sometimes driving home from work, I will put on Hex Induction Hour or This Nation Saving Grace and drive home with it really loud if I've had an exceptionally bad day okay. or something. <laughs> or I just want to yell at somebody... Out my window. Yeah, no, I don't do that. Never mind.
1: <laughs> I've thought about it. This is considered their best record by a lot of by a lot of people. Yes, and I think even when I did a ranking of this for Stereo Gum, like about oh, other shit. albums to that
0: point. I started reading that a couple of years ago. Yeah, I I didn't know it was you because no. I wasn't paying attention until the end. I was You're like, getting,
1: like excessively angry oh, about it, it. It
0: was Bob. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> No, there was. I think there was like maybe one or two. Where I was like, "Eh, I would have gone a little higher with that one." Oh, okay. But it wasn't anything where I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" This writing is terrible. Oh shit! It was Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna tell him I did
1: that. Yeah, I'm sure that. I'm but sure no, like, this happened with my work before, and like if people are reading, like this is one of the worst things I've ever read. Oh, I know that guy. Well, I'm never gonna mention <laughs> that to him. I'm sure that's out there. It but, wasn't. You know?
0: It wasn't. I had no ill will. I, I thought it was great. Okay. It was. It was. I just wanted to throw that out there because that has happened a couple of times where I'm like, oh shit, Bob wrote that. Like there was this great interview with, uh, um, uh, this heat. You were talking oh, yeah. to the dudes from His Heat, and I, it was a great interview, and I was like, wow, that was really good. And then I, you know, scrolled back up, and it was, oh, it's
1: written by Bob. Yay. Mostly I was just jealous. Oh, well, yeah. But, I, got, yeah. I, I was, yeah, that was a lucky lucky thing. <laughs> anyway, I keep interrupting you. With no, 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 no. It's, aside. Fine. it's Pop. Uh, but, yeah, we're getting into, you know, the, the, the heavy pop era. Uh, the, though It is one of the, it's, you know. There's a lot of weird shit on this record. There's a lot of weird shit on, like, "Perverted by Language" and oh, the, yeah. the, the 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 wonderful and frightening world of and stuff. So you know, there's still lots. Yeah, there's still lots of crazy, like,
0: messing with sound. Yeah, uh, you know, paint work, we're
1: yeah, right. all that stuff. Right.
0: <clears throat> so I, I enjoy this era.
1: Yeah, like we're, we're fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But gut of the quantifier, like. It, starts off the second side of the record it's always like the it's like the hit spot you know that's where everyone like puts like the big hit from a record it's like you know track one side b it's like right it's like you know the hit location well you started off with the fastest
0: song you start like the first side is the fastest song that yeah, people in and the second side is like the poppy song probably the second single possibly the first single right? yeah yeah but yeah you're right when it was records it was like first song side b was the single yeah a big hit yeah yeah, okay. Well, just to throw in real quick. Please. Uh, so, Steve Hanley's Big Midweek, uh, he was talking about this song. Mm-hmm. That it was, uh, the riff was kind of like, uh, I think Bricks was the one, and probably, I think, S- was Simon in the band at this point? Simon?
1: Wilson? No, not Simon. No, Simon Rogers was, I think, part of the group. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: so I think Simon Rogers was the one like they'd possibly written it together and he and but anyway uh it was based on the doors the changeling and if that doesn't ring any bells that song is based on junior walker's shotgun mm-hmm. which is just like that so and then there's also lowell folson who did tramp has the same thing and otis redding did tramp right with the same rhythm uh there's also i found somewhere online this morning um the pop group song rob a bank which is at the end of what did i say it was that the album i forget <laughs> this album's title uh how how long must we something something yeah
1: like yeah, yeah. i forget the, the full title the yeah it's
0: not we are all prostitutes <laughs> how or, long must we be all prostitutes or something like that mm-hmm. or or deal with mass murder or something like that yeah, any yeah, yeah Whatever. anyway <laughs> so rob a bank is based on the same rhythm so Just going off of, you know, that whole sort of rock music as folk music idea where people take rhythms and add different things to it. Um, I just wanted to throw that one in there because that's going to happen a lot with the fall. (laughs) Um, And then I think the the only other thing I would say is just a, a quantifier. In case you don't know, it's like a logic slash math. Sort of expression it indicates the scope of a term to which it is attached. Yeah. So you got all or some, um, and then the second one was determiner or pronoun indicative of quantity, which is again all or some. Yeah. So that one's more like grammar rather than logic. Mm-hmm. But that's but that's what a quantifier is. You you see them a lot in definitely math. Yes. Uh, I kind of remember math. Not,
1: not me, man. I do
0: remember quantifier. I don't know what it means, but yeah. So I just, you know, and then quantifier, does it have a gut? I don't know. Possibly if you're quantifier? a bean, bean counter. Is he a fat quantifier? Right, yeah. So uh, anyway, so that's quantifier.
1: Yeah, I'm just interested in, you know, you're talking about the, the connection to the main riff of this song and like how it's built off of all these different, you know, all these other songs, or the, you know, that were connected to that riff, that I, I wonder if Marky e. Smith was getting kind of referential to that and the lyrics because he mentions like the Kane Gang in there, which is like a pop band yeah. from England in the seventies.
0: They were like a poppy,
1: funk R and B kind of thing, but like a little slick, you know. Is what
0: they're very definitely eighties sounding.
1: Yeah, but there was you know. I mean, he mentions Petula in there, but he doesn't mention Petula Clark, but, like, that's who I think of, like, especially for British pop stuff. Definitely. But then, uh, the, the, I mean, the first line of the song, I'm telling you now, uh-huh. to me always brings to mind the Freddie and the Dreamer" song. Oh. Another, like, British You're pop You're right. Group.
0: Right. Well, there, there's... And then there's also the fact that, like I mentioned before, we or possibly while we were recording, and I'll cut it out, was that this was around the time of band-aid we are the world right alive. do they know it's christmas yeah. yeah yeah so they and there's a line in this song about
1: <laughs> half witful philanthropist cozy charity there gig. you go
0: <laughs> so i that's definitely on his mind yeah and he mentions is it the cane cane game the cane game yeah, yeah so that's in the beginning. And I would actually see Petula Clark... So that line is actually like Steven and Petula macabre, which is hilarious because it could be Petula Clark, but she's gone goth. Right. Like, <laughs> poppy goth music, which I think is a pretty... I think that's actually fairly spot on, I would yeah, guess. Because was, yeah. cause that's around that time, too, of uh, Susie and the Banshees, being yeah, more yeah. of a pop group. Oh, that's true. The Cure and all those or you know i wonder if Mich- just- is, was mission U- the mission uk was that later or you know all those other no i think it's around there like
1: sisters of mercy were kind of that stuff that's yeah, yeah. there were there were i mean i you know there was that turn and even obviously the fall took that turn too but you know that's the one thing i always think about about the post punk era where there was you know the, their early records were were so uh, Damage sounding, like not the not just the fall, just like all these other po- falls fo- from the post punk mm-hmm. era. There's the early stuff that's so damaged sounding and daring, and then they realized they could start making money off of this <laughs> and started turning to these really pop centric sounds right. and like building a lot of that stuff into it. Um, but I was also wondering, I mean, when I think Petula Clark and I think this idea of Petula Clark going goth, I also think of uh, Dusty Springfield. And I don't know if the timeline works for this because that records out. This records out in '85, but when did the? What do I do? To, what did I do to deserve this? The Pet Shop Boys. Oh, play? is that was around the same time? like That 84? was around the
0: same time. Yeah, I would say it might be a little. It might be later, but it's not very much. Okay, later.
1: yeah, because that's what I think of. we're talking like you know a, pop, a British pop star going goth, right. and that's not a goth song, but it's just like this was her connecting with, you know, the younger crowd. Yeah. And sort of changing. Totally. And, and then the next record she did was a total, like, synth pop record.
0: Right. And, yeah, and she, uh, no, that was some, did she sing with the Juju guys, the uh, uh,
1: oh, uh, KLF? Oh, the KLF. No, uh, that Tammy was, That was Tammy Wynette. Okay. Yeah, Tammy did that, yeah.
0: <laughs> Too many blonde singers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, okay so back to the Patula Mcav yeah, yeah. I was Matula, also Macabre, thinking yeah So oh Sean is yeah, it, Sean? it is okay. Sean? Yeah. So Sean and Patula Mcav that's also I wonder if that's like Marky Smith and Bricks.
1: Oh. As like a
0: self referential thing. I not think about that. Yeah. That... <laughs> and like your photos are all black. Yeah yeah. Um, I wonder Sean though? That's yeah. Funny.
1: I don't know. <laughs> but you know, I don't, I don't know the history of Petula Clark well enough to know whether that's. You know, I yeah. I don't know either. Yeah. It could
0: be a thing. I mean, especially since I swear to God, every not every, but it seems like everyone I've basically everyone I've known from the UK in some weird fashion is named Simon. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> But anyway, so uh, that, yeah. So, but but that just yeah. I just thought of that as like sort of a self-referential joke on them.
1: That may be. Yeah, you know? yeah I like that though. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> so so yeah, there's lots of so most of this song seems to be kind of about, um, sort of reality, non reality. So the Fuel yeah. Group which the, uh, Thule was the, you know, sort of the border between the real world and mythological worlds mm-hmm. uh, within Greece, or within Greek mythology, I believe. And it was also the farthest north, which I thought was interesting because the Fall relates themselves to the north of England all, yeah. all the time. Yeah. So I thought that was an interesting, calling themselves the Thule group. Yeah. Um, so there's that sort of thing, but my favorite lines to the song are like the entrance entranced. Yeah. Although I think he pronounces it entrance entranced, or <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> but, so that's it. It's like there's this doorway to becoming entranced by the mythological world. Mm-hmm. And these there's lots of these people coming to this doorway. So you've got like the... Half-wit philanthropists. (laughs) You've got like the gothy pop stars. Yeah. Um, There's lots of like chip and chit, which is like chip computers. You know, because like you know, this was after the famous uh, questions of where's the cursor, where's the eraser, and what's a computer. So, (laughs) so he's got computers. You know, so you got computer chips, but you know, it's also a marker for when you're betting. On things, yeah. or you know, when you just owe someone money, yeah, like you can take out a chit or a chip, so there's that going on as well. Um, so there's lots, there's lots of just these kind of unreal people and unreal things. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I think of it kind of like, uh, is just just step sideways is, is that's on Hex, right? Yeah. So in that one, it's like if you're having a shitty day, just step sideways into this other realm where crazy things happen. <laughs> but that's kind of I get I get that vibe from even though this one's a little more like mockingly, you know, put together as far as the world goes. Yeah. Um, but I, I get that vibe from the lyrics of this song a little more. Sure. Uh, if that makes sense. No, it does. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, the part that kills me that, that i'm always get stuck on is this this and then this obviously I, well in my mind this relates to the the bit about the charity groups the charity singles and stuff right. like that was this idea of you know they take from the medium poor to get to the need <laughs> poor yes via the government poor and that
0: which is like this weird callback to uh 4.5 lights yeah yeah yeah, the kid had, like, whatever lights. Yeah, so it's just w- these weird sort of logic, math equation things yeah. going on. But I, I like that one a lot, too. You give it to the government yeah. poor, don't give it to the poor poor.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought that was pretty great. Give it to the people that have been, you know, uh, been marked out as being like, oh, those are the neediest. Right. Like, those are the, you know, the people that are getting almost like celebrity poor, you know.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, celebrities want to help them. You know, helping, but no, that's I think that's definitely what he's getting at. Yeah, is uh, sort of, you know, just helping people out in,
1: in in ways that help you out. Yeah, and just and that, in my mind, relates back to just the title of this song of just like, this you know, government fat cat, literally fat,
0: right?
1: You know, counting everything up, counting up all these donations, and you know, that makes sense. Yeah. Aha! <laughs> no, that makes sense, man. So,
0: yeah, definitely the quantifier and, you know, you're, if you're thinking of a... Right. And if you're thinking of a government guy, you're, and you're, it's a cart, in, in your cartoon world, exactly. not but your,
1: yeah, yeah. but I just mean everybody. Yeah, in the, the cartoony world of the government. Yeah, yeah you
0: see some guy chomping on, or well, at least for Americans, chomping on a cigar and he's rotund mm-hmm. and probably wearing glasses with dollar signs on him or something, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
1: But that's totally it. So, yeah, yeah, cut out of the quantifier. That makes complete sense now. Yeah. So he's, I think he's totally, like, you know, fucking with this idea of, you know, the big charity singles, the big charity events, you know, like, like Live Aid and, you know, the Band-Aid single. And, you know, what a huge deal that was. And, I, and that question of, you know, is this money actually getting to these people who need it? Or what right. about the people you know here in England who need help too, or people in other parts of the world that need help too? Exactly. Not to dismiss what's going on in Ethiopia at that time, because it was, or, you know, or even now, or anywhere in the world with this like all sorts of horrible poverty and, and <sighs> hunger issues. But you know, that's
0: basically what I was going to say. But okay. I probably would yeah. have been more offensive. Than,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you don't want to be. I'm so, sure that was on his mind, and and like you know these preening pop stars. Putting themselves out to just like, well look at us, we're patting ourselves on the back because we care so fucking much.
0: But this was still at a time in England in the US and any in most other nations where as today the the gap between the wealthy and the poor was growing wider and wider and wider. I mean the eighties was the pinnacle of all that going on. So this being in the middle of the eighties, I would Guess that that is has a lot to do with mm-hmm. not giving to the poor, poor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I like, yeah, that's great. And thanks for helping me figure out what. Got The quantifier was because
1: I was just like, so that's why we're doing this. Yeah, to help each other out.
0: Exactly. So my question is, and I've got some, well, somewhat from annotated fall, but just for me thinking about it was, what does stick it in the gut, stick it in the mud mean? Really good question. Because he uses it on every verse. Yeah. So, and this is kind of offensive. (laughs) So for be forewarned, but uh, on the part with Sean and Petula Mm Macab, let's say they're getting married. Yeah. So your wedding night, and you know supposedly, so you have sex on your wedding night. So like sticking in the gut, sticking in mud reads to me and sounds to me like a british redneck version of party in the fun- front or whatever so um so that's Monker what i was front, thinking poker in the back yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank so you. that's what i was think- that's what i was thinking on that verse
1: um i you know but i think that that's possible you know very much so but uh, and then he when, when, you know, plays around with the you know language yeah. in this song and just like the different you know meanings of, of words uh, like that, but, but I was I was, of, yeah, I was thinking of
0: I was thinking on the I think it's the next one with the charity event yeah like, group like sticking in the gut sounds way more violent like I think it's supposed to be way more violent yeah like he's like stab him in the gut you like stick them in the mud yeah like stick that person in the mud yeah after you stab him in the gut like actual <laughs> so it's like it's kind of a it's an interesting sort of. Turn a phrase, yeah, and he does it with differently, kind of in every, you know, yeah, in every verse.
1: But I and if you if you think about it from the perspective of of what the charity causes were that he's I think referencing in this song mm-hmm. of just stick it in the gut, like actually giving these people food, and then yes. stick it in the mud, which is like I think how a lot of Westerners think of that side of the world as being this like really dank. Yeah. dirty place where this just these people living in the mud or like living right. in these mud huts or whatever. Exactly. You know what I mean. So, well,
0: and then that just made me think of the old axiom or whatever: give a man a fish, he'll feed him. Yeah, teach yeah, yeah, him yeah. how to fish. <laughs> he'll eat his own fish or whatever. So, um, but no, totally. So, like, either give them food or like teach them. Give them money to uh put to you know to build their own crops or build their own world right. or whatever you know um no that yeah and i think that's that was like one of the ways too yeah um but yeah it's just such a i don't know it's just such a simple phrase that gets used in many different ways yeah it's just, just you know people
1: th- you know stick in the muds are always those people that are kind of stuck in their ways and stuff like that or, exactly un- unchangeable people yeah. but i you know i just, the line that and the line that always i that kills me when we're talking about the murder she wrote line about <laughs> things that are funny was that, that you know wealthy philanthropist you son of a bitch you know? right just, yes which you know having worked in the nonprofit world which i did for a stretch like being around some of these people oh, who are making right. like huge salaries doing you know philanthropic work and working through these nonprofits has always rubbed me the wrong way and just the attitudes of some of those folks was just always like I don't know why there's
0: that goes to, there's a pretty famous shoe wear company here in our town <laughs> that uh, you know yes. people were excited about some ads and then it turns out that that company gives more to the GOP than yep. Democrats yep Weird.
1: Yeah. So no that works. <laughs> <I know. laughs>
0: so no, I I completely understand. I've never i I've never worked in that like field. Yeah. Melissa has mm-hmm. a few times and I can whoops. Those. I can totally see how that would be a just gut wrenchingly horrible thing yeah. to have to deal with. Not only just deal with them, but also like oh man, we've gotta like get some grants. Yeah. Gotta ask these people again for some, you know. It's just a, it's a hard thing to deal with, especially yeah. because half that stuff is helping the poor, helping people with um, medical problems. Yeah. Because in America, the government really isn't gonna help you with your medical problems. <laughs> right. Uh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, a lot, of, a lot of political shit going on. <laughs> uh, but, but anyway, uh, I think. Yeah, I think. The great thing about this song, too, is just that you can turn it up really loud, and it sounds awesome. Yeah. It's a complete fall rock song, and it sounds great. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And he can just throw out these weird lines that he keeps throwing out. It's not like a science fiction short story. Yeah. I mean, he definitely works it together to make, like, to kind of point towards what he's talking about. Yeah. Which he's really good at, as we are going to say many times, but um, <laughs> but it's still just like a rocker, man. So it's, it's yeah, I
1: you know any era of the band, you know he always yeah he loves rock and roll music <laughs> yeah definitely and that that came out with like you know why I think he and I think you know we were talking about this with the episode about the song from Your Future Our Clutter, but like right. that era of the band, like I think he loved having these young rock and rollers. In the band, for good or for ill, I don't know that I liked that era as much as like this period, but right because like I I said they just seemed like kind of yabos those guys, but you know <laughs> uh, just because I you know I feel like those guys had to be in a bar band like playing Oasis covers if they didn't like Marky <laughs> Smith, you know what I mean? Like I don't, like at I least- can yeah I can definitely see that. Well, even before even though those guys were with
0: him a long time, I really think that the bands that he. Had in the 2000s, even back yeah. then, they were kind. It was kind of this of a of a feel, even back then. Even though it might yeah. have not have been the same guys, he was definitely just going for like just play the rock song, go with that. Yeah,
1: but then, he wasn't immune to I think the sounds of the time, especially in the 90s when yes. like uh, the Dave Bush era, where there was a lot of electronic and house music stuff sort of coming yes. into the mix uh just you know when i that's the the first time i saw them live like that's what that was that era like infotainment scan right okay era of the band and that was like you know very clearly like a lot of the electronic you know music was was on the come up especially you know uh culturally speaking it was obviously going along for a long time before that but like everyone was really paying attention to the trend at that time. yeah it definitely and so it felt like it felt like he was kind of th- that the people he was playing with were kind of tapping into that and he didn't you know, argue with that idea he sort of went along with it in a way right exactly but uh yeah but the, you know and and maybe that's the nice thing about the last air of the band as much as some of that stuff i get put off by is that you know he was a rock and roller through and through he loved rock music like all the stuff he was listening to you know we talked about sky saxon he was a big seeds yeah. fan he's a big love fan he was a, you know he loved rock music and yeah. so why not play with a bunch of young yeah well especially if you're gonna hold on to him through as an actual band
0: mostly four years so you don't have to like go down to the prison and pick up a new (laughs) bass player as he (laughs) joked yeah um so yeah maybe you know it it was during the time of life of, of his life when he was older Probably didn't want to mess with all that yeah. as much, and he's yeah. fine with it. And he's just like, "Let's just
1: go, yeah. You know? Let's just, you know, make some records, go play some shows, and you know, I'll be just do the work."
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, it, 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 has taken me a bit to get into some of that stuff. Yeah, same here. Um, but and I feel this, I, I feel the same way you do, but at the same time, I, I think nowadays I'm just thinking of it as like, yeah, you know, it was towards the end of his life. He was still writing new songs, mm-hmm. still making it interesting, and so if they want to just sound like a bar band, then
1: so be it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's just. It's a, oh, I forget what I was going to say. Never mind. Sorry, I'm probably. <laughs> no, it's okay. Probably I, threw you off. No, I, I. No, I remember now that it was. It was interesting to me that that the last band that he had was, I think, like if I have the time. If I had I think I when I wrote a review of The Last Record I had this in my head and I wrote this that that, that band was like the longest tenured version of the fall. Like they were in the band longer than any other versions yeah. that had been before. And
0: that's what I've read before, yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think, you know, kinda of great for him that he, like you said, didn't have to worry about like, you know, well, you know, this guy's pissing me off, so, you know, I'm not going to invite him back anymore. Let's find another bass player, you know. Right, exactly. Or, you know, maybe, I, I don't know, I know Tim Presley, the guy from White Fence, was in the mix for a brief period, but, you know, it was mostly these this core, like, quartet or quintet. It was a quartet that he's playing with. Right, the, and his, wi- his, his wife... His wife was the keyboard yeah. player, and then those three other dudes. Yeah, so.
0: that's right. Okay. Yeah, guts and quantifying. <laughs> <laughs>